0: Most people have something that is your favorite food, that that thing that you just really love, that you you look forward to it when you see that it's going to be on the menu. With that favorite food, most people have a favorite recipe, you know, the instructions on how it is to be prepared. And most recipes have someone who makes that recipe the very best best grandma's pot roast uncle Fred's barbecue ribs aunt Lucy's fried apple pies whatever it might be when you smell it cooking you're ready to go to the table and when you take that first bite the response is always the same wow that's really good in each day of creation, God has the same response. As He finishes His creative work, He surveys what He has done, and the response is always the same. One of those responses were recorded here in Genesis chapter 1, verse 31. God saw all that He had made, and it was very good. And there was evening and there was morning. The sixth day. This morning, I I hope that all of us will take a fresh look at creation around us and recognize what God has done is very good. God took this wonderful thing that He spoke into existence And he gave it to us. Genesis 128 and following provides the account of how God created you and me. God's plan for creation all comes together. Genesis chapter 1 verse 28 says God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful And increase in number, fill the earth and subdue it, rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, over every living creature that moves on the ground. Then God said, I give you every seed-bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it. They will be yours for food. And to all the beasts of the earth and all the birds of the air and all the creatures that move on the ground, everything that has breath of life in it, I give every green plant for food. And it was so. God's plan was perfect. Everything worked together in complete harmony. And we were supposed to take care of it. In God's perfect system everything would be fed, everything would be cared for, everything that was needed was provided. Now we can go into all the details of of how that works, and there are some fascinating details that we've learned through the years. But the main point here is that God made it and it worked perfectly. Our charge was to glorify the Creator by taking care of His creation. God's plan for this world is absolutely amazing, and and we learn more and more about it every day. For example, all of us know how important light and oxygen and water are for life. Without those things... We couldn't survive. We understand that. But did you recognize that even the levels at which God has provided those things in our world had to be absolutely perfect as well? For example, oxygen. We all know we need oxygen. We breathe that in and exhale out all the stuff that we don't need and then breathe in some more because we need some more oxygen. We understand that. But we have to have exactly the right level of oxygen as well. Currently, our atmosphere is about 21% oxygen. Now, you probably didn't come in here checking the oxygen in the room to make sure that it was just 21%. You probably didn't even give it a second thought. But here's the problem. If that percentage was just a few points higher... The world could not exist because just a few percentage points higher of oxygen in our atmosphere would make the atmosphere so combustible that the world would literally ignite in fire. The oxygen level has to be exactly right or we can't exist. Oxygen is more important than just for breath. The oxygen in our air also filters another very important, in fact, essential element for life, the light that we receive. Now, we all understand that that we need light. We need light to make the plants grow. We need light to make it warm outside. We, we, We need the light of the sun. We get that. But again, the level of light that we receive has to be exactly right or we can't exist. And the way God fashioned our atmosphere is just exactly right to filter just enough of some of the dangerous levels of light so that we can exist. In fact, were our atmosphere not able to filter the way that it does, the cells in our bodies would literally die. Because some of the UV rays that are included in the light that is out in space, would create such havoc with the inner workings of ourselves, we would all very quickly die. But God made the system of our world where we would get just the right amount of light to not only exist, but to thrive. We all understand how important water is for life. We also understand how water can destroy life. Now, beyond the obvious problem of drowning, again, if our cells in our body had too much water, the molecules of the water would literally push the atoms apart in the cells of our body. Our our bodies are fashioned In such a way at a cellular level to make sure that we have exactly the right amount of water to exist. And God did all of that. He made this wonderful, perfectly balanced place. And then in his wisdom, he entrusted that... To you and me. We have the responsibility to take care of his creation in the way that he intended. To to use his creation in the way that he intended. Now our sin has obviously set things out of balance. From the Garden of Eden right to today, the effects of our rebellion against God are readily apparent. What God put in balance now lumbers towards chaos. But the good news, God provided the way to put all of that back into order again. Christ's sacrificial death on the cross makes all things new. And receiving that great gift of faith leads us back to the original conclusion that God made this really, really good again Genesis verse one or chapter one verse thirty one as God looks back on all of those days of creation, here's what he said God saw all that he had made, and it was very. It's repeated now for the sixth time. God looks at what He had done and pronounces it to be good. Only this time, He adds the emphatic very good. Uh, That word that's here translated as very, it's a descriptive word. It, It describes that Which exceeds expectation. Everything God made was even better than we could have imagined it ever would be. Everything God made accomplished His purpose. Everything that God made was exactly as He intended for it to be. Everything that God made had its purpose. And everything that God made fulfilled its purpose. He created everything that was needed. Nothing was lacking. It was all right there. And everything that God created brought joy to His heart. You see, that's our purpose. That's what we were created to do. To bring joy to the heart of God. And it's why the third chapter of Genesis is so devastating. It's not just that Adam and Eve, because of their sin, had to leave the Garden of Eden. It's that their rebellion against God threw everything off. All of creation suffered because of the choice they made. In Genesis 3, verse 17, to Adam he said, Because you listened to your wife and ate from the tree which I commanded you, you must not eat of it. Cursed is the ground because of you. Through painful toil, you will eat of it all the days of your life. It will produce thorns and thistles for you, and you will eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your brow you will eat it until you will eat your food until you return to the ground, since from it you were taken. For dust you are, and to dust you will return. Now Adam and Eve aren't alone in this blame, because we've all chosen the same path. We've all taken what God intended to be good, and we've twisted it beyond recognition, thinking that our way would be better than His way. You may remember a few years back, a parishioner in the sanctuary of Merch Church in Borgia, Spain, became concerned that some of the frescoes, the beautiful artwork that were were on the wall, but they were peeled and and cracking, so she attempted to restore the painting. You may remember that. Because the end result took what had been a beautiful work of art and turned it into what one reporter described, a crayon sketch of a very hairy monkey in an ill-fitting tunic. (laughs) That's what our sin does. We see something that God has created, that he has made very good, and we think, well, you know, I can improve that a little bit. If I just do it my way, it'll be so much better. And instead of making it better, we take God's very good creation and we twist it into an unrecognizable mess. Even what we intend for good comes out far less than what we intended, And what we intend for evil spirals far further than we could have ever imagined. No one less than the Apostle Paul saw this in his own life. Paul writes in Romans chapter 7, verse 19, For what I do is not the good I want to do. No, the evil I do not want to do, this I keep on doing. Now if I do what I do not want to do, it is no longer I who do it, but it is sin living in me. That doesn't. Even the greatest missionary who ever lived saw how far short his life was from what God had created him to be. But Paul also found the answer that all of us need. At the end of that passage in Romans chapter 7, Paul writes, What a wretched man I am! Who will rescue me from this body of death? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord you see that's the answer what we have destroyed what we've made such a mess of the God who created it and pronounced it to be very good has come into our world to recreate what was very good that's what Jesus Christ does in our life. He takes the mess that we've made of our life, all of the sin and all of the shame, and He transforms us into what God created us to be. So often this world beats us down, tells us how useless we are, that we don't really have any purpose in life. Don't you believe it? Because when God created you, He looked and He said, Wow, that's very good. And then God sent His Son into our world to take the mess that we've created and once again make it very good. That's what our Creator does for you. Heavenly Father, help us to understand you have made something amazing in your creation. And even with all of the learning and all of the science and all of the good knowledge that we have been able to obtain, we still just only have scratched the surface of the depth of wonder of what you have done. God, through our sin, we've we've messed that up. We've taken what you have made that was so wonderfully good and we've used it for our own purposes. God, we've made a mess of things. But Heavenly Father, you know that. And in your mercy and your grace, you have made a path to, to recreate us. To take all of our sin, all of our shame, all of our guilt. And once again, it us very good. So God, help us understand that. And if there's anyone here who doesn't know that extraordinary gift of your grace in their life, that this morning they might see that they too can know your forgiving grace in their life. God, help us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.